What's the difference between fresh hop and wet hop? A judge stonewalls Molson Coors. They invented a new beer style. God help us all. This is It's All Beer. Welcome to It's All Beer, basically the Kevin McCarthy of podcasts in that nobody really wants us here. It's only a matter of time before we're pantsed in front of a national audience at the delight of a grateful nation. I'm Jeremy Jones. We have never just paused randomly in the middle of a podcast and forgot what we were doing, you're, you're no thinking, matter how drunk we were. You're thinking of Mitch McConnell. This was a Kevin ah. McCarthy. This, that, that was the Speaker yeah. of the House that just, uh, like, literally just got uh, uh, bitch slapped. Uh, uh, in, oh, yeah. Uh, it, Sorry, wrong old white dude. It was, it, uh, it, it, he experienced what uh, what could best be described uh, from the movie uh, 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 Die Hard when, he, when, uh, um, uh, when, Fuck, what's this? The, who the hell started that? Because I'm fucking... It's late at night. Bruce Willis? Thank you. When Bruce Willis said, I wasn't the guy who just got butt-fucked on national television, Dwayne. <laughs> that's that's kind of what... When was that? That wasn't in Die Hard, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> when? When... Right after the FBI, like, charge in and... the And, uh... uh uh, and they the, they shoot rockets at him, and then he straps a bunch of bombs to a chair and throws them out a window, throws out a window, and it. Uh. And then he gets pissed, like there are people who are covered with glass. This has been the a Die Hard podcast <laughs> where we analyze the thirty year <laughs> greatest Christmas movie ever. <laughs> It seemed like the time. Uh, Tyler, that was a, that was a very long intro. How are you doing today? I am doing good. Uh, I am doing a sober-ish October, so. I didn't know that was an option. What are you, then, what, then what are you drinking? I am drinking Best Day Brewing's Electro Lime uh, Lime Lager. Yeah, we uh, I, I, we got that in the store. I haven't had one yet. How is it? The lime's pretty mellow. You you can pick up the salt. Not as refreshing as I would want it to be. I wish the lime was a little more prominent. But not terrible, but not my favorite. What has uh, prompted a sober-ish October? Uh... Well, drinking a lot, was up in Great Falls, Montana for a trade show and really got turned up. Also went to the, have you ever heard of the Sip and Dip Lounge in Great Falls, Montana? Can't say that I have. It was named for one of the best bars in the United States by like GQ or Esquire. All right. It is like an OG tiki bar from like the original tiki rise in the united states that is in an old redone motor in and the pool is right behind the bar and they have mermaids swimming in the pool uh, just pretty girls with fins on their legs or have they or, or, or have they resorted to um either fictional uh, uh or mythological creatures or uh some genetic abomination no, no, they uh, they hire both men and women, and the posting for the jobs apparently just say mer people, mer people wanted. <laughs> I'm glad that they are. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they yeah, are it's inclusive. It's like so inclusive. 
In Great Falls, Montana. I'm glad that they are very inclusive. Well, you wouldn't want it. It would be it would it would be sexist to just have pretty girls uh, in. I'm guessing fin suits. I'm not. I are 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 they then yeah. like sewing their legs together and wrapping them in? As far as I can tell, fin suits. Okay. Uh, but it really just. I was a little disappointed when uh, they're wearing goggles. I was like. Just ruins the whole alert. Kind of ruin the. Um, uh, I I can't I I can't think about a mermaid without the uh without the with without the great big sea. Uh, have you heard their song about a mermaid? No. Uh, the the I'm not going to sing it. The the short version is it's about a sailor falls in love with a mermaid. She swims away, uh, but then he meets her sister who is like a reverse mermaid. You know. Um, uh, uh, head of a fish, but bottom, but bottom of a girl, and he likes that better oh. because um, she has a vagina. That's the, the whole joke. The, the, the mm-hmm. it ends with, and that's where I get my tail. It's it, the joke is that she has a vagina because <laughs> yeah. you can't because oh. you can't fuck a mermaid. Therein lies the inherent problem with an actual mermaid. They have no vaginas. You can get a blowjob though. You can get a blowjob, but it'd be in the water and and and. Water sex no, is just awkward. Up. She can come up on to land on the top half. <laughs> you stand on the boat, she pops up. I think they have. Don't they have to be in water? Don't they have gills? Or I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're again. We're we're. Waiting. I know we're arguing semantics of a fucking mythological creature. Uh. I I went the opposite route. So I was gonna grab some beer for the podcast. We got busy at the store. Then I was running late and I forgot. I got home and so I decided, you know what? Let's just dig something out of the cellar that needs to be drunk. I pulled out a uh, oak aged veto. From, I well that after I but after I'd done that, I pulled out an oak aged veto from Wallace Brewing. So I'm going the opposite. Oh. Um, it is from 2018. How's it tasting? Uh, it's it's held up extremely well. Um, the fruitier notes are are coming out. It's got a nice like the there's a, a nice level of oxidation that's set in, so it does have that nice like red wine sherry flavor. Nice, um, smooth. Just a, a just a just a hint of hops still hanging on. Um, it this is this is one of those I'm like yeah this is probably a bit uh, a bit too long but it's but it's 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 held up rather nice, so uh, and I've. At nine percent, um, you know, it's, at nine percent, and me not sleeping uh, all that much lately, uh, it's going to be an interesting podcast from my end. Sleep progression's a real bitch, isn't it? <laughs> I, it's we're 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 have we, me and the and the little one are going through a a phase where I mean he was doing well, <laughs> but um, now he's three, and it turns out that three year olds are assholes. More so than, uh, <laughs> more so than yeah. one and two. Yeah, they are uh, just. My kiddo <laughs> learned how to hit, and that's her new favorite thing right now. When you try to do something she doesn't want to do, she tries to bitch slap you. <laughs> that is, and that then is your... if she doesn't connect, it becomes like a twirling fury of arms trying to hit you, and we're like, no, you can't hit. Hands are for high fives, not hitting. And then she'll give you a high five. 
I, we, I, you sent me that text, and well, first of all, you you said you, like she learned how to, you 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 uh, uh, put a typo in, and, she, and she, I think it said learn how to hit, H E T. I'm kind of it took me a second. Like, oh, hit. I kind of want him to clarify that, but no, I think I'm gonna wait for him to talk to clarify. It. <laughs> I was driving down the road. Okay, like. Don't Sorry, text. I didn't double check my punctuation. Don't text and drive, Tyler. Well, stop texting me while I'm driving. <laughs> uh, do you want to get us started today? Yeah, so we're going to hop back in the courtroom with Molson Coors versus Stone. Dun, 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 dun. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's like it's 2019 all over again. Uh, Jeremy, you need a, just in the background the like gavel of like Law and Order. I'll, I'll, Underrated I'll, across this part right now. All right, I'll work on it starting right now. Okay. Um, so, as we discussed through the majority of the life of this podcast, it's getting really sad referring to that. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Stone was suing Molson Coors to keep the key in Keystone because they were basically just branding as Stone. Stone was trying to get $216 million from Molson Coors. A judge ruled in March uh, March 31st of 2020 that Stone Brewing's trademark was infringed upon and awarded a settlement of $56 million. Uh, not too long after, the founder, Greg Koch, sold the company and left to Sapporo. And Molson Coors reached out to another federal judge and was like, we want a retrial. Well, that federal judge just fucking bitch slapped them and said, you're not getting a retrial. Uh, pay those guys their fucking $56 million. Uh, did they, I, I, I think I saw a, a similar article, maybe the same article. Uh, did it mention, a, I, I don't think it mentioned like, their justification uh if they had any maybe they were can we could can, 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 we don't want to pay them money don't don't could you make them not so they tried arguing that stone was unable to provide sufficient evidence to prove that consumers would be confused by the advertising uh they disagreed with the ruling and were evaluating their options yeah, but, fair enough but outside of that, that's all I could really find. I didn't see anything in the two, three articles that I read of why the judge said, no, you're fucking wrong. Um, well, I, he, I mean, it's just that he rejected the the request for a retrial or overturning the damages. I don't it it may may not it may not have anything to do with it, but it but it might it but it might not not if that makes any sense uh because you'll remember that one of the things that that turned i that turned the the uh the 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 case uh on its side was when it came out that Molson Coors had been um hiding documents from the court yeah and so whether that has anything to do with this part of it, it, I think, is impossible to to to, uh, to uh, uh, say one way or the other. Um, I think uh, the judge would probably argue that it absolutely had nothing to do with it, but I would probably say, but it didn't not. 
I was going to say, I mean, it at least played some role. I mean, if you're hiding something, there's probably a reason you're hiding it. So, yeah. Top beer in every state news now. All right, I'm a sucker for these articles. Uh, the top beer, top brewery in every state. And uh, uh, and part of my fascination comes to the fact that we're uh, uh, hidden in a corner of the country that uh, that is interesting because no brewery has really come to dominate Idaho. Um, at least not... Uh, like in not like in some states where you got, I mean, there are there are states that have like a similar or even lesser beer culture than Idaho. Oklahoma comes to mind, but you got a big name like Prairie out there. There's nothing like that that just clearly stands out in Idaho. Um, and so it's so what always comes out of our state is is up for grabs depending on the methodology of whoever is putting out this article. And I'm proud to report that this particular one uh, does not name Crooked Fence Brewery, uh, anything from Crooked Fence as the top beer. I'm, <laughs> I'm, it's honestly why I click on a lot of these. I just want to see how many still rank Crooked Fence as like the number one brewery in Idaho or producing the top beer in Idaho. I And you're like, they're not even around anymore. <laughs> it's um, so I know you did no research. I think it's been at like least you a, did less research than we do on this podcast. I think it's been like a year or maybe two since the last time it happened. I feel like I need one of those, you know, days since the last time Crooked Fence was named as the top Idaho brewery by a lazy ass <laughs> journalist. Yep. Um. Uh. And but this one actually came from Vine Pair. Um. So I I I I, I think they actually do do some research. Um. And it was the top-rated beer on Beer Advocate from every state. Okay. And it, it's not the first time they've done something like this, but there was when I was going down the list, um, I found an interesting pattern, and it's this. So, the top-rated beers from a lot of these states aren't terribly surprising. They're they are the ones the beer they're, they're, they're beer trader porn really. If you spend enough time in craft beer, you've at least heard of these beers. If, even if you haven't had the good fortune to try them, I'm talking Pliny the Younger. That was California. Uh, Cinnamon Coffee Bee Bomb from, from Washington. That's from Fremont. Really? Yeah. Um, um, Abraxas from Perennial. That was Missouri. Um, Indiana, the Marshmallow Hanji from Three Floyds. I have no idea what this beer must taste like, but it constantly makes some like the one of the top beers in the United States. So, um, mm. uh from Delaware, the Utopia Barrel Aged Worldwide Stout from Dog the Dogfish Sam Adams Collective. Um, Which we had that one on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yep, we did. Because I brought it back from yeah. Alaska. Um, and speaking of Alaska, Blessed from Anchorage. You get the idea. I mean, most you, you've probably heard most of those. Um, and the list, as you might expect when you're dealing with Untapped basically devolves to the most popular IPA or barrel-aged stout in your state, which for some reason uh, uh, it surprised the uh, 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 Olivia White who uh, put this together. Um, she was her reasoning was that IPA was the most popular style and therefore it would be the most highly rated in every state. But it's, but the most popular, even the most widely consumed beer, is in the contest. Uh, uh, this isn't about the, the amount of a beer consumed or even sometimes how good it is. This is Untapped. Sometimes it's just about the hype surrounding. I thought it was it. beer advocate. Excuse, uh, excuse me, beer advocate. Yeah, 
Um, so there's a so, but we're talking about citizen rating here. So there's a little bit. Um, I just default to untapped. I don't know why. Beer Advocate actually, there people actually put some effort into Beer Advocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I I still think there's a certain amount of like part of the part of what makes it special is the hype. So it makes sense when you see a collection of like IPAs and barrel aged stouts. You got a smattering of wild fermented offerings and a few good old fashioned imperial stouts. And then a few whack jobs here and there. You got old Brackus barley wine from Free State Brewing. That's out of Kansas. Um, uh, yeah, there was one barley wine and one saison. That was leaner from Casey Brewing, blending in oh, the in you, Colorado. Yeah, fuck yes. Casey Brewing is probably some of the best fucking beer I've ever had. Uh, and when I was down at GABF last year, I had Casey for the first time. Heard the backstory, and I was like. Fuck yeah. And then it was great when I talked to like some of the hardcore like beer nerds. They'd be like, Oh, have you heard this? And I'm like, Have you heard Casey? And they're like, What's Casey? <laughs> and I And I start telling them and they're like, like Oh my god, I have to look find at this. my beer nerd dick. <laughs> oh, and then I, I drop that and they're just like put it back in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thought was pretty big there for a second. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh but Casey, uh oh my god, I fucking love that beer out of Golden, Colorado. Dude does like his clean beers are fucking phenomenal. Probably had one of the best made American Hellases I've ever had from them. Um their wild program is fucking fantastic and just the combinations they do are Remind me of like Belgian brewery meets like old school Firestone Walker meets like Russian River Sour Program. Um, and that I think I think you kind of put the saison underneath uh, some of the other wild fermented things. The the other things that uh, like wild fermented there is the Aterial Rubicite from Jester King that was Texas. Uh, the Melange yep. Etois from Nebraska Brewing Company. Um, nice. Uh, now here's the, the here's the interesting thing. That, that, that's that's all that was kind of is, is not surprising. But here is the interesting thing I noticed. So there are states with a lot of world class breweries, right? California, Oregon, Colorado, Wisconsin, Michigan. You know, there, there's those states. They're like the big where they have a lot of big names. Then there are those like Oklahoma, Prairie, Parish, Louisiana. You've got like a state with not a lot of, uh, uh, that have a small beer culture, but you got like one big name out of there, like the big fish mm-hmm. in the small pond. And then you got places like Idaho where the beer culture doesn't have quite the legacy or as big a draw. Um, and there's no clear breakout brewery. I mean, you probably have a large brewery there, but they're not producing a beer that really gets national attention. And so everything up there is kind of up for grabs. And the thing I noticed that in Idaho, along with West Virginia and South Dakota, the best rated beers were a porter. The five o'clock shadow was Grand Teton from, was from Idaho. The pile of five o'clock shadow was a doppelbock. No, there was, they 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 had the same similar label, but Five O'clock Shadow is a porter. Now, actually, okay. I think I 
I want to almost say that five o'clock shadow, or maybe I'm thinking another beer was actually, they branded as a, as a dark lager, but it's a Porter. Um, and it's listed as a Porter on, um, on uh, beer advocate. Um, the five o'clock shot or, uh, the pile of dirt from Crow peak, uh, that was West Virginia. Um, and, um, just Porter from big timber brewing. Um, and if they didn't have a good Porter, it was a milk stout. Namely, it was the BDCS from Ozark Brewing. That was Kansas or the 70 K. Um, and that's from against the grain brewery in Kentucky, West Virginia, South Dakota, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Idaho. That doesn't sound like an especially fun list to be on. <laughs> that sounds oh. like a list of states where you're most likely to find someone who was a guest on Jerry Springer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Grand Teton does brand it as a dark lager, a Schwartz beer. But um, Double Vision, that the, was their that was their double box. Double, double Vision. Box. Yes. The five o'clock shadow had the picture of the buffalo back in the day on it. Yes, and that's why I thought Mountain well, Goat. And I think at one point in time, the Double Vision was the Idaho's top-rated beer on Beer Advocate. Um, mm. It has since been. I, I I I like Five O'clock Shadow. It's it's a nice beer. Uh, it's it sort of perplexes me that it has the 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 highest rating although i think they also balance that with the uh with like the amount of ratings that you get uh and all and and on top of that i, I bet they don't balance it i bet it's minimum of this amount could, of ratings could, and i bet five o'clock shadow has just over that and grand teton does have a bigger footprint than pretty much every brewery with the exception of maybe mother earth. Uh, Grand Teton gets yeah. out there. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know how far they get these days, but when I was traveling, I found Grand Teton in South Carolina. So, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I knew laughing dog for a little while got to some weird spots too. Uh, They've, but they've pulled, they, they've got a lot smaller. They've pulled way, way back. Yeah. But, uh, I guess I choose to think of that as like places of opportunity. So if you're, if you're a California brewery, good luck trying to topple Pliny the Younger. And if you're a brewery in Delaware, unless you two have Enron money, that's right. Let's never forget that Sam Adams was built on Enron money. I'm not going to let it go. Um, Unless you have that kind of money. Honestly, every time you say that, it makes me like Sam Adams a little bit more. Good. <laughs> I hope next time you, I'd see you with a Boston lager just to... <laughs> Enron! Being the smartest fucks in every room until you were... Unless you have that kind of money, you just got to keep doing what you do. Out here in the boonies, you can still be the that one place that makes a... Uh, 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 you can still be at one place that makes the state even remotely attractive. Yes, you can be North Dakota's Drecker. <laughs> Is there any other reason to go to North Dakota? I I wouldn't even go for Drecker. Every beer I've seen from Drecker is like shit color smoothie sour. That dear God, people love that shit. Oh, they fucking trip over themselves to. Go grab a hand grenade on a fucking shelf. <laughs> Tyler, what's next? Well, since it is the most wonderful time 
of the beer year. It's the most wonderful. Okay. For fresh hop. Uh, it is fresh hop season. If you're not living in the Northwest and go, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Every year, once a year, uh, where there are hops being grown, they have to harvest them. Well, there is a fun beer where you can harvest the, you take the freshly harvested hops, get it into the beer within 24 hours, and bada bing, bada boom, you have a IPA or whatever that has a little bit different characteristic coming from the fresh hops that haven't been pelletized, killed, anything like that. And it just, it's a fun way to experience, especially when a brewery does a beer that they've done normally in the fresh hop. It's a fun way to experience that. They're, uh, I mean, it, they're pretty much what you would consider like a normal IPA, but what taking them off the vine does in varying amounts is give it like a little bit more of a vegetal grassy flavor, I noticed. In varying yeah, amounts. And, and some and, and some hops bitterness coming through. And some hops exhibit some slightly different characteristics, but they're it's it's mm-hmm. it's fun. Yep. Uh quick update. I just switched non alcoholic beers. God, my twenty one year old self would kick my ass for saying that. Uh I am drinking the All Out Extra Dark from Athletic. I uh, I'm 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 just uh, I I'm just a little I, I need to take a minute there to 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 think about that for a second because that meant that you, when you were going to get some beer for this podcast, you grabbed one non-alcoholic beer, looked at it, and said, "Nah, it's gonna be a rough night. I'm gonna need two of these motherfuckers." <laughs> Well, no, I was I went out and I looked for Athletics Oktoberfest, but I couldn't find it. And then it's I was been like, long I gone, had... dude. Yeah, I, I think figured. we have. I was like, and by the way, you didn't you didn't miss much. The funny thing was is that um, the 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 clubs like judging study group, you know, extra beer nerds. We took every single Oktoberfest that came through uh, my shop. Uh, during the Oktoberfest season, it was 24 of them. And we basically like ran a mini competition with every Oktoberfest, dividing them up between Festbeer, Martzen, and not specified. Yeah. But we did, we did throw, um, uh, athletics, uh, Oktoberfest in there and, uh, it did stick out. Like it was fairly obvious. You kind of go, Oh, that there's athletic. Uh, it's quite good though. What was the best one? Uh, in which category? Mar- uh, Fespier, Martson, or Miscellaneous? Um, Fespier and Martson. Martson was Ianger. Okay. Well, well, I okay. I should I should clarify. We didn't really we didn't like sit down and like award any of them. Um, yeah. Uh, but there were there were some that were generally agreed by everybody there to be better than others. So I think in Martin, um, it was generally agreed that uh, I anger was the best. Uh, and in Fespier, I think it was generally uh, generally agreed that um, uh, it was because it, it wasn't one of the German ones because none of the German ones actually put Fespier on their. Uh, it was Drew Brew. Oh, nice. Um. And then when miscellane- miscellaneous was, because we basically took the label at their word. If it said Fest Beer, we categorized it as a Fest Beer. If it said Martson, then we put it in Martson. If it just said Oktoberfest Seasonal or something or other, 
then we kind of put it in miscellaneous. And in that one, I think that was Hofbra. The cool, oh, thing, nice. the cool thing was is that everybody pretty much could pick out the German ones. Nice. So, uh, oh. but anyway, that's a that's that's <laughs> another off tangent. in the weeds. Yeah, uh, it seems to be the but, it seems to be a trend tonight. Yep. Um, but so I saw this article from Vinepair talking about the difference between dry hop, fresh hop, and wet hop. And I was at a bar the other day, and we got into the discussion: what's the difference between dry hop and or what's the difference between fresh hop and wet hop? And so I was like, you know, I, I want to know the actual answer. And I did some digging and this article kind of breaks it down the best. But in a short answer, there is some and none all at the same time of difference. Um, so if you're out and about and you hear someone say fresh hop or wet hop, basically here's what you can know uh, the Brewers Association style guidelines to qualify as a fresh or wet hop beer. They must be hopped with freshly harvested hops, either undried or kilned. They can't so, they, wait. They can be kilned. They or no, can oh, un, be oh, kilned. Oh, oh, undried or not kilned. No, no, no. They can be killed. They can. It has to be harvested killed and then put into the beer okay i didn't know they typically would do that i didn't either um but um jackie brophy a member of the hop growers of america and the washington hop commissioner in 2016 told beer advocate wet hops are just that they're wet unkilled hops fresh hops are kiln dried and used as whole cones during the brew process where you just basically you take it, vine, kiln, and then into the beer. Um, but doing more research there, that was basically the biggest distinction that I could find. Um, I would question whether that's a, a commonly accepted distinction because I would because I, I I should think that most people who advertise fresh hop on their beer are doing just what like what I guess what you'd call wet hop. Yep, but mo- you hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, okay. great divide I, calls did, there. Did, did I did I jump ahead of you there? <laughs> no, I mean, it basically great divide, and a lot of breweries call their beer their fresh hop beer, and they're using wet hops. So, for lack of, of better terms in layman's, your a fresh hop is a wet hop, and a wet hop is a fresh hop. But sometimes a fresh hop cannot be a wet hop. Well, and there's also the, 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 the idea that I think some people don't want to use the term wet hop because wet hop just sounds kind of gross. Fresh hop mm-hmm. sounds fresh. Wet hops, who wants a wet hop? It just sounds... I, I think I had that discussion with somebody and I, I don't think we were aware of this distinction, but uh, but I think, I, I think uh, somebody said... Yeah, it started off as wet hop, but I think people just moved to fresh hop because wet hop just sounds wrong. Yeah. Um, but because I had always thought the distinction was the amount of time it took you to get in the hop into the beer, but I was mistaken. Basically, 
as long as it's picked and within your beer within 24 hours, it will qualify as fresh or wet. And that 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 depends on whether or not you kiln it, or probably more accurately, marketing. Yep. Um, but if you want to be super thorough, you can always ask, you know, were these hops killed at all when talking to the rep or the bartender as you're drinking a fresh hop? And if you, but, if you also like to watch a, 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 a underpaid wage slave, like suddenly get really scared. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead and do that. <laughs> If you want to ask oh before, before this before this podcast, if someone came up to me and said, "Do you excuse me? Do you know if this was th- th- these hops were killed?" I'd be like, "It's a fresh hop beer. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> they weren't fucking killed. <laughs> I know better now, but I I mean, and by the way, I think if I asked, I mean, I'd still if, probably be like, "I don't know. I don't work for the company," with, with, but I'm gonna guess they aren't killed. Well, and I, hell, even like most distributor reps and frankly fucking most brewery reps i think if you ask them that question i don't know your brewery is your fresh hop beer a fresh hop or a wet hop it's a wet hop but is it it's marketed as a fresh hop uh we switched most of the marketing this year to say wet hop did you really yep why? why that did you did you know that distinction decided no we want to be accurate with the now, the the now. Let's see. Since after we put this out, five people who understand this distinction. Uh, primarily because there is a slight stigma in some of the really nerdy beer nerd people who are like, "Wet hops better than a fresh hop beer," and so we're like, you know what? If we can claim it as a wet hop, we'll call it. Most people will, aren't going to care, but if they do have a question, they're like, "Is it, so? What's a wet hop? It's a fresh hop." They'll be like, "Oh, okay." Why do you call it a wet hop? It just sounds wrong. <laughs> and also, this is the first step in many of me trying to get a beer, a wet hop beer named Lil Wet, Lil Drippy. Uh, <laughs> so if I get them used to calling a wet hop beer a wet hop, eventually, I'm like, what you guys don't realize is I'm the one who sets up all the new items. So maybe I'll just make it. A little wet, a little drippy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I applaud your efforts to make it worse. <laughs> oh, the thing is, I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I need to make sure I have a different job lined up <laughs> because I am getting fired. <laughs> there is no ifs, ands, or buts. I am going out, but everyone's going to be like, why'd Tyler get fired? And they'd be like, you see our new beer? A little wet, a little drippy? That's why. <laughs> and everyone would be like, respect. If you're in Idaho and you ever see a little wet, little drippy, you just kind of look at it and you go, good job, Tyler. Good job. <laughs> I should send him 20 bucks because he's probably on unemployment. <laughs> Especially now that you've like told your plan to, well, I guess the same five people who now know the distinction between wet hop and fresh hop. <laughs> Maybe six. <laughs> I can think of at least four people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> How many of them work at the brewery that you work at? Zero. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> so they don't know your plan yet. 
<laughs> oh no, I already told them my plan. I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it one day. And they're like, Tyler, you will get fired. And I'm like, I know. I'm going out like a legend. I'm going to make sure I have another job lined up. But <laughs> I applaud uh, your brewery's um, uh, uh, commitment to appeasing the small minority of beer nerds uh, at the expense of confusing most everybody else. So that's... <laughs> I... I feel enough people in the Valley have seen Wet Hop and Fresh Hop that they know it's the same thing and they're like, whatever. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I... I, I, I... Uh, I, I think that is probably true, or at least it, w- within within the circles that are that are likely to care about a fresh hop. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're in town, we'll have both our wet hops. Neither of them are called Little Wet, Little Drippy. Down at the Boise Brewing Hoptober Festival, my favorite beer festival. <laughs> so go see Tyler at his brewery that we don't name, even though if you listen to this podcast you probably know where he works <laughs> oh you 100 percent know where i work <laughs> but i don't claim where i work so that way no one can try to misconstrue my opinions or their opinions <laughs> that's probably a good thing <laughs> <laughs> jeremy what do we got next uh beer style news now all right <clears throat> gonna say something to you just to get a reaction West Good Co- thing I'm sober. West Coast <laughs> Pilsner. Why? Why? <laughs> We're just nitpicking at this point. <laughs> We're just trying to be like, how can we get another entry fee out of these motherfuckers? Um, well, it's not, it's not a, it is, it is not a style officially recognized by either the, uh, Brewers Association or the BJCP. But, um, I mean, once again, we're talking about the two most popular beer styles, IPA and lager. Um, the case could be made that the entire history of craft beer up to this point is a two part story. Part one, the invention of the IPA, and then part two, trying to smash it with a lager. Um, well, I want to know what's the difference between that and a fucking Italian pills. Um, here's the th- uh, so riddle me that one, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, uh, but it- and if you say one's made on the West Coast, one's made in Italy, <laughs> I'm going to tell you to fuck off. One's made on the West Coast. One's one's not even made on the West Coast. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, what about one that's made on the west coast of Italy? Is that a west coast Italian pilsner? No, you wouldn't call it. You wouldn't there call, we go. You wouldn't. Well, there's not a big east-west rivalry in Italy because they're only like a 10 miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's slightly bigger than that. But, um. <laughs> 11. <laughs> all right, so the. And that's if you go heel, heel to toe. So, all right, here's here, here's the story, all right? Um, it's 2016. We're at, uh, uh, Highland Park Brewing in Los Angeles. Um, they needed to fill a specialty keg. Um, they, they, they went, they went to the brew house, looked at, they didn't have anything in the wings. I assume that they, that their, their, their pilot system was, uh, in use or the scheduling was bad or something. They, you know, they blew the last keg early or something or other. Either, either way, all you need to know is, 
they had a specialty tap they needed to fill. They went out into the brew house, looked around the tanks, and said, all right, uh, we say we got our house IPA, um, our house lager. You know what? Fucking mix them. Now, um, they, they, they decided to fill the, fill the keg with a 50-50 bland, blend of IPA and pills. And the result, and the result, and the result was fucking fire emoji across the board. People loved it. Uh, I'm about to take my one-year-old's approach and just start swinging until I hit someone. (laughs) So, uh, uh, I fucking quit. I'm going to liquor. (laughs) See, I, I, you, I, you, I knew you'd probably get, uh, get upset about this. Uh, but uh, you know what? I, I think I think it's a uh, I think it's a positive a positive thing for craft beer, um, uh, it, as a whole because I I think we're finally admitting to ourselves that we've done all of it. We've 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 done it all. Like we 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 had an IPA and that was a big hit, and then we were then we released like uh, red IPA and black IPA and brown IPA and Belgian IPA and rye IPA and white IPA and blue IPA and green IPA. We went through the whole fucking spectrum. Um, uh, uh, then we started like uh, then we started like stouts. We'll throw chocolate and marshmallow and coffee and marshmallows and coffee and caramel and fucking donuts and shit we're we're now putting just we just we we we, we now ha- we have literally nothing else to put in beer we're at the point where we're just taking a uh, children's cereal and pouring it into mash tons and so i think uh uh uh, uh we have we've finally admitting to ourselves that what we have to do is is as an industry follow hollywood's example and just simply rebrand what we've been doing the entire time so we've got the progression like again we've 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 got this we've got basically got this little franchise that in 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 its in its idea should be great you got you got ipa everybody loves an ipa you got lager people can as you are as you are very fond of saying a lager goes down like a fat kid on a water slide uh if you could just Uh, seesaw Find a seesaw. The the, 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 the fat little fuck uh, hits the floor, all right? Uh, the, the, the point is, is that we are, are have been trying for years now, like some beflanneled, bearded Dr. Moreau to stitch these two things together in, in some unholy chimera. And we have not been able to do that in a way that makes some fucking sense. We started off with IPL. The brewers need to remember Frankenstein kills the doctor. And that's what's going to happen to them. They need to hear Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park going, your scientists were too busy thinking, could they, to stop to think, should they? Well, no, they shouldn't. (laughs) You started off with IPL, which was essentially, let's do an IPA, but with lager yeast. Um, and then you had like session IPA, which was like a low, uh, like a lighter IPA. Then you had extra pale ale, which is like more IPA than it, pale. It, it was extra pale first, then session IPA. Whatever they 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 kind of happened concurrently, but all right, fine. Extra pale, so we made our pale more like an IPA. But then we made our IPA more like a pale. Uh, and then don't forget local. We got local briefly there. Um. Italian Pilsner, you mentioned that. Um, 
like just basically take German Pilsner and hop it like an American IPA, and it's Italian because. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget a New Zealand Pilsner. Um, that sort of makes sense because the hops come from New Zealand, or you're using New Zealand style hops. So that I'm I, I'm okay with that distinction. Uh, Technically, so, Italian Pilsner, you need to use Italian malt and Italian hops, but. Do Italian hops? Are there Italian hops? Yes. I wasn't aware there were Italian hops. Yes. Maybe that's where... There that's, are. Then, well, I'll tell you right now, American breweries are not fucking using Italian hops. Cause, unless they're growing citra in that motherfucking island. Peninsula. Whatever. <laughs> There's an island there, too. It's a peninsula kicking an island, and the island does not appreciate it. <laughs> it's very late, and I'm tired. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, And then, of course, you have cold IPA, which, listen, every time someone asks me what a cold cold IPA means, I want to strangle a brewer in front of them. I want want to find... I just want to... You know, if we started doing that, brewers would stop fucking around as much. Just kind of want to wrap my my uh, uh, hands around a neck beard and squeeze until until he admits it's a fucking IPL. It's a fucking IPL. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But the point, it's not quite reached. I don't think we've, we, 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 we've seen one here in Idaho yet, but it is the West coast Pilsner is starting to reach uh, a wider zeitgeist as like the new rebranding rebooting, if you will, of the hoppy lager. I don't know why hoppy lager is not because that's because there is a category in the BA called hoppy lager. And that is where you're going to enter Italian pills, cold IPA, most likely IPL. I don't know why hoppy lager is just considered a, a, because if you brand it like that, people will be like, well, I don't want to try that. I'm not a hoppy fan, but if you call it an Italian pills, you're like, this is fantastic. Um, it's Italian. It's fancy. I'm an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it comes from an island, I hear. <laughs> it got kicked here from the boot. <laughs> uh, um. So, and I guess that you know, we we're we're back into the same uh, question at, as we were at with, uh, with with a uh with cold IPA, which was. All right, all right. What the fuck is a West Coast Pilsner? And nobody has has uh, uh, has really ne- like taken a taken a uh, a a good attempt to 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 nail this down. Um, uh, basically, it's no longer it, it's no longer even like. I, you know what? I would be fine if it was like, listen, it's a beer cocktail. You take it, you take an IPA, you take your Pilsner, you mix them together. That's we call it a West Coast IPA because, fuck you, clown. West Coast Pilsner. Um, and so, um, but uh, um, so they're now actually like they're they're actually you know you know uh, uh, brewed and fermented from you know from whole like any other beer, um, and it's not even like the 
the the the malt bill even the malt bill seems to be up to question. The pilsner should be pretty straightforward. Most pilsners use fucking pilsen. It, it's it's right there. Um, and Temecula Brewing from Oakland does just that. But Fracture Brewing out of Portland. Wait, wait, Temecula Brewing from yeah. Oakland? Yeah. Yes. Fracture Brewing Brewing out of Portland does a 50-50 Pilsner two-row blend. Uh, North Park uh, Brewing, uh, uh, Colorado, uses a 20-30% adjuncts, usually rice or oats. Um, The ABV ranges between 4.5 and 5.5, but again, Temecula's shoots up to 5.6. Um, meanwhile, the dissolver brewing Lord of Fuzz goes up to 6%, which makes you start wondering what exactly, where, where is the, where, where exactly is the cold IPA, uh, IPA Pilsner line here? Um, and so I, I, I suppose that, um, I, I think what, I, I think I'm comfortable with just explaining, like, listen, we're just rebooting, we're just rebooting Hoppy Lager again, and and I think well, I, I'm hoping what we're doing is we're setting our setting our whole industry up for like a uh, for like a superhero movie complete franchise reboot where we eventually just get to the end, um, and we look at each other and uh, you know uh, uh, we say, um, start over, like reboot. Reboot? Anybody? Just reboot? All right, fine. Uh, let's see. You start experimenting with making IPAs. I'm going to do an amber. Uh, let's do it again, but uh, let's try to do less sex crimes. Can we... Could that, could that be... Okay, let's, let's, let's do that. All right. Reboot! That's what I'm hoping for. That's... I, I think I think Hollywood leads the way on that one. <laughs> Jeremy? Yes? I have a feeling we've strayed too far from God and we are lost forever. <laughs> Is... Is is West Coast uh, uh, Pilsner like the the your mark of the beast? Is that <laughs> it? Might be the straw that broke Tyler's back. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was gonna throw out Cascadian Light Lager. <laughs> I knew that's that was... wrong. <laughs> Cascadian Light Lager. If you make this beer, you will physically hurt Tyler. I'm asking any brewery that's listening, uh, make a cold i make a make a, a hoppy lager. Call it a Cascadian uh, light uh, a light lager. Uh, uh, send us a send a us light a, Cascadian lager. Okay, yeah, Cascadian light Just lager. Just contradict yourself, <laughs> or whatever. I don't care. Yeah, a light Cascadian lager. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you do this, you might kill Tyler. <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you have one oh. more thing for us? <laughs> so Tyler's, no, Tyler's just like, I'm I'm done. I, I, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. It's all beer. <laughs> no, I think we'll skip this one. Okay. Uh, well... This has been uh, it's all beer. You can get a hold of us uh, at uh, 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 places. I think um, I, you could probably like flag us down in the street and be like, "Dude, I love your podcast!" and you know, slap Tyler to make him think he's at home with his baby. Um, he'd probably appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'll hit you back. <laughs> 
Uh, but if you don't just have I'm like, to... listen here, you little shit. I'm about to square up on you. <laughs> uh, failing something like that, you can find us on Facebook, uh, where, I, where we post uh, uh, updates and... Uh, on Instagram, where I occasionally post pictures of what we're drinking and, uh, and, uh, and uh, other assorted oddities when they uh, when I can be buggered, which is not as often as I should. I, I, I get it. I, I hear I mean, you really don't do anything with that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm I suck at social media. We got jobs, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's I've got I, I have a whole lot of like uh, sitting uh, uh, staring at a, a beer cooler, going, I should probably do something. Fuck that. Um, to, to get done, and uh, and I don't want to do that. But anyway, but if you if when when I can be fucking buggered, you can find that on Instagram and Facebook. I'm I'm really selling our social media presence right now. <laughs> if you want to see a man literally not give a fuck, uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> And if you want to see how little fuck I give, you can send me an email. You can send that to us at uh, itsallbeer at gmail.com. And uh, I will, and you can um, send in your uh, uh, your your top uh, uh, ideas for a new Hoppy Lager rebrand. <laughs> let's let's do this. Let's just keep it going. Let's like hit like Saw had ten movies. Let's let's go for the record, man. <laughs> I feel like this is starting to get like young and the restless. <laughs> You're like, I thought that that style died, and they're like, yeah, no, they brought it back this season. <laughs> yeah, they they came back from the dead because it turned out so and so was pregnant, and um, and the baby likes a hoppy lager. Um, <laughs> uh, and that'll be. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that's probably enough from us. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. I'm gonna go to sleep. That's probably the best thing for me to do now. Yeah.